0: One nation. one nation one nation sports welcome to one nation radio hosted by me richard latta i'm a writer on whatculture.com and pwmania.com and one man jack of all Street. and james boyd who never met a sports debate he didn't like we're a pro wrestling podcast a sports podcast a music podcast all rolled in one if you want to send us feedback or questions our twitter information is as follows at one nation radio at danger rich 32 or at j dizzy 87 if you want to email us also we take questions at radio one nation at gmail.com subscribe to the show now on itunes the link is in our Twitter bio, or you can check the right side of the page at Com. Please rate it and tell a friend. A couple other sites you can find us at for instant streaming and more are Com or foreverwrestling.tumblr.com. And if you want to get with us immediately, check out the Wrestling Circle on Facebook. Now that you've heard how to reach us, let's get to the show. One Nation Radio!
1: Welcome to One Nation Radio. No, we are not advocating for y'all to move that dough. <laughs> get
2: the fuck out of here.
1: What's going on, y'all? Yeah, that's racist, bro. What? That's
2: racist. Oh, what racist? I'm not gonna say why. <laughs> and, uh, continue.
1: Um, we are getting ready for Extreme Rules. Um, James, what's going on, man?
2: Not much, man. Just, um, I ain't gonna tell you what I'm doing, but nah, not not much.
1: And uh, we, we got we got uh, Josh Smith here with us. Josh, what's going on, man?
2: Wow. Snuka is gonna wrestle Paige tonight, so you know I'm doing good. Pause. <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs>
1: all right. Um oh that's cool. Um this is Rich. Um I'm pretty good myself, everybody. It's been a couple weeks since we've been on the air. Um we've been enjoying the post WrestleMania whole wrestling thing and you know, there's been, you know, a lot of stuff happening and um a lot of pretty good articles dropped recently, so make sure you go check those out. Um Stream rules tonight. Um, I'm going to just jump right into it. Uh, John Cena and Bray Wyatt. Steel Cage match. The Steel's Cage brother. Um, one question about this. Um, do you guys believe at all that Cena is going to turn heel? No.
2: Um, Not from this feud, no. Maybe in the future, but not from this feud.
1: And what exactly does... He's got the whole world in his hands, mean.
2: Well, isn't it supposed to be the fact that he calls himself the, the eater of worlds and all that? The foolishness.
1: No, I what have mean? no idea.
2: It means it means they're sacrilegious. That's what that means. Well, I mean, wrestling's you know a bit sacrilegious and racist. it's not? Okay, we. I mean, we only have you know how long is wrestling around? Hundred, Plus, hundreds wrestling? of years. We have, like, two years of, of definitive proof that that is the case. Like, the case. Hey, Donald Sterling should have
1: should, should just been in wrestling.
2: Lex us and the Lex Express says otherwise. Yeah, he could be governor. Yeah, if he had did that, he'd be governor of Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, any predictions for this one?
2: Uh, I would say the Bray Wyatt wins um, via the help of the Minions.
1: I'm actually going to say um Cena is is going to win here and it's going to be like we're going to see Cena whoop the hell out of Wyatt in like an absolutely like brutal way and further piss off everybody on the internet which I would just just enjoy. Um <laughs> <laughs> You know, you know, I'm not the biggest Wyatt Family fan, but um Cena the whole the whole scene on Monday night, you know, once again, the hyperbole is like out of control with uh, people on, online when it comes to Bray Wyatt. Um, they're talking about that uh, thing with, where they surrounded the cage with the kids. They were saying, you know, oh, it's the greatest segment ever. Well, I want to just say that uh, the uh, Yes Movement, you know, Occupy Raw would like a word with you. The uh, Championship, you know, Ascension Ceremony, you know, will have a word with you. The Beer Truck would like to have a word with you, you know, different things like yeah. that. Yeah, I
2: mean I didn't, I didn't I mean people are allowed to be prisoners of the moment I guess. But the, people understand how that goes. Like over time it'll get re recontextualized and yeah. Sure. I mean one thing that uh that Jim Ross was saying about, you know, and, and I think he usually has pretty good input on this stuff is that uh, he said that he thought it was pretty creative, but he said I don't know exactly what it accomplished. Yeah. It, is what you know, he said it was, it was a great visual, but what did it really accomplish? At that point, he's like, the way that they left it, he said it wasn't definitive enough. He said it was really good, but the way the, way the, the uh, spot ended was kind of weird. It's
1: like they're trying to make us cheer for Bray Wyatt, almost. Like, on yeah. purpose. Like, nah.
3: <laughs> like, like, nah,
1: bruh.
2: The way I see it happening, this is just my personal uh, analogy, I was talking, me and uh, James were just talking about this. Do you remember when Hulk Hogan put on the black clothes when he was wrestling against uh, the Alliance to end Hulkamania? Yes. It's going to be like that. Oh, That's my gosh. Be- and, and, and what have
1: I been calling this feud? Is the updated Johnson or Hulk Hogan versus Dungeon of Doom. Oh,
2: you've been saying that? He's been saying that yeah.
1: yeah, I mentioned that like a month ago.
2: Yeah, no, I, I, I didn't hear you say that. That's hilarious. No, yeah. But, I mean, that, that really we can, because... You know, and I don't know who I saw write this, but I saw someone uh, write something similar Thought where they were saying, you know, if you compare Daniel Bryan over the last year and a half or two years, Uh the fact that he's stayed a face, but he's had extreme character development. He's gone through a lot of different phases with his personality and showing the different range of emotions and what he can do, Mm -hmm. you know. Whereas with with Cena, you never get that. He literally is the, the same guy as a face for the last, like, six or seven years. And the only thing that changes is the storyline. At yeah. first, when he told me, first when he mentioned it to me, I thought, okay, you know, uh, maybe not. And then he explained it that way, and I was like, yeah, you're right, 100%. So I can see this being something where, yeah, I don't think we're going to see Cena turn at all, but I think we'll see him possibly move into a different role of his character, like you were saying, where he, I think he's going to maybe beat the crap out of... Uh, Wyatt went the match. And be like, then, he'll,
1: he'll almost be he'll questioning, like, played. isn't this what y'all wanted? Like, you know, y'all wanted me yeah. to do this, right?
2: Yeah. What were you saying, James, about uh, uh, Austin and Brett? Oh, yeah. Another element that this could possibly have is, like, um, Austin, Brett, right, when, right before the double switch, to where we, we clearly know who's the face and who's the heel, but there's also, like, a subset of people that, like, or see it the other way and the a subversive way of, you know, Bray Wyatt, especially with the internet now, is the Bray Wyatt's the internet guy, and we want to root for him, but we is still John Cena, so we're going to boot him, and it's almost at the point where Cena has so, been so stale that it's, 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 like, even even in the storyline, the fact that he him being stale and being annoying is part of the storyline. And right. see the decision of this new up-and-comer guy who's, who's really evil, but people kind of like him anyway, <laughs> So that it's going to become, um, that it, it, there's just that aspect to it. I don't think it's going to be a double switch or anything like that. And I damn sure don't think that Bray Wyatt is Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> but, Um <laughs> But at the same time, it's it just, it just like you know how this stuff is it's recycled, parts from other storylines and brought out to brought out it to, you know, yeah, it's just tweak. Yeah, and I mean, you you would have to admit this, I, I suppose, Rich. I know that you really like John Cena, and as great as John Cena follows article, me on Twitter
1: also. Just wanted to mention that. <laughs> so does Wale, actually. So does Wale. Wale actually hey, followed me this week on Twitter. Hey, Shout out hey,
2: to Wale. Wale hey, rapper. Hey, hey, you need to chill out before you, we have to start like doing a have a post production crew come out of here and <laughs> put Dean and like, they mean? put yourself over like your like you just like your Peter Rosenberg and Chief Heat podcast Oh. oh man. chill. Yeah, But as great as, as what, your, what up, uh, John? <laughs> Dean. <ding>, yeah. <laughs> As good as your article was about Cena, you have to admit that the one the biggest drawback to him is that his character's stale.
1: It is stale, but like he he's the guy that is necessary for him to to kind of be that. Like who else is no. CM Punk gonna go against? Like in that, like it wouldn't have worked better like against anyone else.
2: I mean, I don't know. It doesn't work. It that wouldn't work for even Austin. You know, it's like or rock, like every single guy has to have phases of their character change. This guy's gone for a decade; he's the same guy except for when he first started. That's the only time he's been different. So he needs to change his character. Well, when did he, he stop the wigger shit? Like 2006, uh, he, started, he probably stopped it. When he started wrestling Edge after he shot the Marine. So like So basically, since 2006, he's been a Marine guy.
1: Okay. Yeah.
2: All right. So that's close to a decade. Um.
1: I, I, I don't think he's necessarily even playing a character at this point. Like,
2: but his character has to change, is all I'm saying. Um, I mean, there's been little aspects to the personality, like, it, but it was actually like, he's this person, he's this complete person, he's himself, that basically, he's this good guy, which, you know, obviously, you would assume he is in real life, otherwise, like, you know, good people don't do all the make-a-wish, you know, things. There's uh, so, as it happens, it's just, I don't know. It's it like, this is actual life, and I don't know well, that's what else you supposed to do. Well, that's why you keep him as a, well, that's why I mentioned Brian, because Brian's been a good guy since, you know, since probably just around Raw 1000, is what, uh, sure, he was a heel at the time, but he was in the middle of his turn because they were starting the anger management story, storyline. Yeah, anger management turn to face. And he's been a face that whole time, but he's gone through so many phases already, whereas Cena hasn't done that. But, so you can still change your character while still being a face and not lose out on all the good parts about him being a media relations guy or being the Make-A-Wish guy, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, um, go ahead. Um,
1: but I was going to say, um, as far as him, like, turning... Turning him heel accomplishes nothing because all he's gonna do is make everyone that boos him now just just yeah. lose their mind and you know love him like and that and it'll just be counterproductive not only to him but all the other wrestlers. It'll be like okay now now what? know, I liked him when he was a heel, so I would like him again. I I didn't watch John Cena
2: when he's heel. I missed that entire time. You know, hilarious, bro! His raps are so funny. They, they were cool,
1: but you know, he wasn't in there with any real rappers. Look <laughs> hey,
2: what's your
1: future, bro. Next topic. Um
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> we uh have the uh probably gonna be the main event of the evening. Um Evolution versus the Shield. Um Rick Flair comes out styling and profiling on Monday Night Raw, and he comes out there and cuts a a great promo. Um, this doesn't mess up, and he uh, endorses the Shield. Is it a swerve?
2: Uh, with these it, with these it,
1: reports of Flair like being offered a full time role with WWE again, I don't know if you guys have heard about that. Yeah,
2: um I don't think it's a swerve. I think it's just the general. People love Flair. If you put Flair with uh, Evolution, then it kind of lessens the fact that, you know, yeah. Triple H is the biggest heel maybe ever. Yeah. He's still Ric Flair's so, crap. As the greatest heel ever? Yeah. I mean, how do I say this? Okay, for a certain time as a particular character or a certain amount of time frame... I honestly think, or at least maybe I don't, let me rephrase this. For what I've seen in wrestling over my years, I think Triple H from SummerSlam 2013 up to now, like this stretch of months, is uh, the best I've ever seen a Hill be.
1: Right.
2: Now, as far as 1985 Ric Flair, I really couldn't tell you because I was alive. <laughs> you know, I, you know. How about it so now, Rose? yeah, they did Wolf Rochester ass. That's true. But Rick Flair was also the same guy out here in the Allegiance to Stop Hulk Hogan. Bro, they, they broke Ricky Morton's nose. He had to wear a nose guard for their match for American Bash. It was so epic.
1: Look, Ric Flair dressed up as, as the, uh, Ric Flair was a black scorpion. It
2: was a black scorpion, a black scorpion.
1: That's, yeah, that's Ric Flair. the,
2: gold, the gold heel right there. Um are love nineteen ninety of 1990 Star-K because of that whole that whole <laughs> I think it, there's
1: going to be some. I think there's going to be some type of swerve. Um, Flair is as, as natural, you know, as natural as a heel. Um, we're gonna see them them get fucked somehow, like, and it's gonna be because of Flair, I think. There's all
2: there's always the possibility that one of them two is going to turn, turn on. Um, is going to turn on on Reigns. So yeah. that's always a possibility. I was saying to, I was saying to Josh earlier, like, what would be interesting, he had mentioned would be if Daniel Bryan uh, fought Cesaro next month. And I thought, well, what would be really interesting would be if, like, Steph- yeah, I thought you said Cesaro. No, Brian no that, was that was me. That
1: was me. Brian versus Cesaro okay, for uh, yeah. the May pay-per-view, or the June pay-per-view.
2: Okay. Yeah, and I thought what would be cool is, like, Steph Rollins, the least, like, the guy that you could, like, do you could do the swerve. We'll screw over uh, those two, and then, like, next month, add just for, you know, just as a as a
3: payoff, a like,
2: Yeah, I'm happy for you. Yeah, y'all be having one-off, and watch them melt the stadium down between Rollins and uh, Daniel Bryant. That'd be nuts. That match, that match with be Triple H versus Brian, a big run for some money for match of the year. Which we'll be getting, be
1: getting back to. Yeah, like, we'll, they'll do some stuff that Triple H and Darren Bryant couldn't do. It wouldn't be probably, like, with the storytelling and all that, but just yeah. on the, you know, in the ring, like, it would, yeah. You already know what those boys would do. Uh, will this be the match of the night? Yes.
2: Yeah. No, they're
1: not me and No, man, we all see bro. <laughs> you know? you all too. I mean... mean-
2: it's either gonna be that or it will be or if I was to guess next after that will probably be I mean there's only three matches for me I think have a chance. It'd be uh Evolution versus Shield, uh Cesaro Swagger, uh RBD or um I'm thinking oh or Daniel Brown versus Kane. Right. Those are going to be those only three three things I can think of. I mean maybe Cena Wyatt, but I'd be surprised. All
1: right. Um Evolution of the Shield. I hope there's some type of uh, way where they can use weapons and all that other stuff. Like that'd be excellent if they did in a no holds barred environment. Not sure if there's any type of uh, stipulation, but WWE, if y'all y'all listening to this, uh, make sure y'all y'all accommodate your boy. Um.
2: <laughs> yeah. How how can they have an Extreme Rules pay per view and not have a Extreme Rules match?
1: Oh, Daniel Bryan and Kane is Extreme Rules match.
2: I, I didn't see that it was
1: announced as that. Yeah, it was. It was. Okay, thank God. Yeah, we'll we'll get to that yeah. that one in uh segment two. But
2: uh, Daniel Bryan it got the biggest push he was ever had possibly at a WrestleMania and now like a, little, a month later we're already like he's not even in the main event. They wanna cool that man's chest? <laughs> yeah, cool right jet. man, had, like the greatest story I've ever, maybe. He's talking about you
3: know
2: you know, we cool the chest. Oh, my god! Yes, that's real. Um, this, man, this man at one night beat, like, 30 times worth of, 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 of champions to, to win the belt. He's trying to cool that man's chest. Wow. <laughs> no, that was awful.
1: Um, I do find it but interesting, like-, like, the parallels, because, you know, Benoit was fighting Kane, like, not soon right. after he won the belt. Uh, while Triple H was, like, main eventing with Shawn Michaels or something like that. And yeah. it's, I don't know, it's eerily similar. Like, yeah, like, you know, yeah, if you look did. at the triple threat matches, you, you guys remember when Triple H and Shawn Michaels, like, suplexed, like, did that huge vertical suplex the Benoit through the table, and the whole crowd, like, booed, booed him out the building. It was, like, the same thing with that Randy Orton, RKO, uh, Batista Bomb combo with Daniel Bryan, and they're, like, teaming up, like, This is getting like, this is getting eerily, like, similar.
2: Well, I heard, you know, and you can't put too much stock in this, but I I read a report recently where they were saying that some of the WWE officials feel like it's not necessarily Brian that's actually over and just the yes chant, as stupid as that is.
1: We'll come back to that. that. okay. This is One Nation Radio. Radio. Welcome back to One Nation Radio. We're listening to DJ Khaled They Don't Love You No More The Summer Anthem I'm calling it down You heard it yet James? No, email it to me Alright Yeah, Jay-Z's on there Meat Mill, French, Ross Yeah, who stole the show? He had the last verse and he held it down You know, people always like to Like the um, when Jay-Z gets on a song with people, they always want to say someone out-rapped Jay-Z. Well, not this time. <laughs> like, um, the guy that made the starter from the bottom beat uh, made this be Mike Zombie. Uh-huh. Very hard. Very hard. Um, but, as you were saying, Josh, um, the uh, Daniel Bryan uh, people backstage, you know, they're saying... Uh, they ha- I'd like to give those people a message that are saying, you know, is Daniel Bryan not necessarily over? It's just the yes or the no chant. Why don't y'all watch what happens during the matches?
2: Yeah. Well, so so what they're saying is they feel like his as a character, he's plateaued because the only real appeal as an underdog was seeing him get to the mountaintop, and now that he's won WrestleMania, they don't feel like he's actually that over. It's just the chant is gonna stay over, and that his character is not. And that's why they're kind of cooling him down a little bit. Otherwise, they would have put, you know, if it was me, if I was booking it, I would have kept him in a program with the authority and with freaking, you know, Triple H, because that's how you get your underdog champion over. You keep him defying the odds. But instead, they put him in a program with Kane. I I just don't think it's going to be that good for him in the long run. It it is just like Benoit.
1: Um, What I would say to that is, I think they want to do it with the idea of giving Brian just an easy win. Like I think, damn, Bryan fans should probably be relieved he's fighting Kane rather than going against Triple H this month because he could possibly, you know, there. I think there's a lot more danger as far as him coming off the belt fighting Triple H than there is Kane. Like they're not actually going to put the belt on Kane. So give him the Kane win and then let him, you know, keep, you know, he has to reestablish momentum now. Basically, like they're in a sense they're right. He plateaued as the the. The chapter in that story is done. Like, you know, he reached that zenith level that we've never seen a motherfucker reach. Like that is built like him and wrestles the way he does. Um, and now he has to basically, if you think about it, now the goal is SummerSlam. How do we get to SummerSlam? Like we can't have that man lose his momentum. Like they have to take him uphill again, almost. If you know what I'm saying.
2: Well, what they could have done, they could have, and I know we, you know, we all speculated, but they really could have made instead of having a triple threat, they could have made it a four, uh, an eight man tag, and had him. They could and have have. A, uh They could have, and it, and it would have kept him hot and also given a bit of shine to uh, to the Shield as well. And you know I would, and then at that point you can actually have and take the loss in that match, like from a screwjob finish or something, and set up for the next month, and make 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 it look even more bleak for him, like he has to overcome the odds, and mm. then you know, and then go from there.
1: I just don't know if WWE would be fan, a fan of not having the belt being defended on pay per view or you know a special event, like. I don't think it in the network era now. I don't think it's necessary because they could easily say, okay, we have an NXT showcase match and that's gonna be you know a part of our pay per view. Like bring up Adrian Neville and have him fight Corey Graves for like and, and you know put the belt on the line and let him you know tear the house down to to make up for that other time on the pay per view. Because when they're putting together these pay per views now, like say they scrapped the damn Brian Kane match, um, they're gonna have a gap of time to have to fill so correct um that's what and especially with Brock Lesnar leaving like they're losing basically spots and all that putting evolution together sounds good and all that but would it really it would be more effective if they broke them all up like and fought in singles matches but you know who knows
2: I, I, I have an explanation for how this happened
1: what how evolution came back together
2: uh, they came back to get there and now. They're going to basically main event this uh, pay per view. It's uh, totally always, man. Off, it, happened to say, it, it basically happened the same way that Daniel Bryan jumped, uh, j- got jump started to number one, the, or I guess to the, uh, the pole position.
3: Yeah.
2: Remember how senior left for those two months?
1: Yep. yep. Wrote about when it Daniel in, Bryan, a in the column.
2: Daniel, uh, Daniel Bryan left a week for his honeymoon. In the meantime, they had, Rod, they had a raw to put on. So what else could they
1: have done? I mean, Lesnar could have gotten an angle with somebody.
2: No, what I mean is, what else could they have done to have a that have people that have a good Raw tour? People wouldn't have complained about it sucking, even though Raw is just an episodic TV show. Yeah. Um, what could they have done to keep people intrigued? And what did they? what they came up with was we're gonna we're gonna have a versus field because one, we gotta figure out some way to keep Shield hot and give them something to do, and um, Triple H is willing to look at the time and we have Batista for only so much time before he goes out to do his promo stuff and then leave. Yeah. And unfortunately, uh, you know, uh, Dana Bryan's father also unfortunately passed away. Yeah. Which was unexpected and that happened as well. But I, I feel like one of the reasons why they put Evolution together, aside from just the fact that there is the opportunity to make a dream match between S.H.I.E.L.D. and Evolution, I think that part of it i don't really think that like batista necessarily since he's the one who's leaving anyways i don't think he wants to put over daniel bryan in a one-on-one match before he goes out he
1: doesn't um they say he since he's already like tapped out to him once at wrestlemania i guess he doesn't think fans or it would be a good idea for him to lose like to daniel bryan on pay-per-view again like clean which I would be inclined to agree. Plus, you know, I'm holding out hope for, like, I'm actually going to be submitting, working on a Brock Lesnar column, like, that we get Lesnar Batista at some time in the near future. And I I don't want to see Batista's aura <laughs> damaged any more than it is.
2: I just want Jericho to come back. <laughs> Jericho's doing other things. Jericho puts everyone over. He, he put Jericho Johnny would put, over, put me so, and you um, over. Exactly. <laughs>
1: Look, we can fight Jericho in a three-on-one handicap match. I mean, you know, all of us are hit our imaginary finishers and win.
2: (laughs) You already know what my finisher is. What? What, what? The military press fine buster. (laughs) (laughs) I think
1: I'll just steal the sweet shit music. Sweet shit music? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Plagiarist? So What? It work for the best. It'll work for me. So what? You,
2: again, let me get your finisher. Is a figure four?
1: No, no. It has to be a sharpshooter.
2: You know. A sharp? Okay. I swear, like in the mirror everybody that has a finishing that has a um, that has a submission, like it's a sharpshooter. Anyone ever does one? Now, my my finisher wouldn't be the sharpshooter. It'd be the scorpion death Rock. They're <laughs> the shy. Star- <laughs> 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 They're different.
1: Yeah. That's funny. Um, also, um, on the horizon, we have um, Bad News Barrett taking on Big E Langston, or excuse me, just Big E. Um, actually, before that, I did not I didn't give predictions for Daniel Bryan match. Everyone's in agreement: Bryan's going over, right?
2: Yeah, uh, Daniel Bryan in a streamy finish. Josh, he'll still win, but it'll end like maybe he'll win, and he can't on like I don't know. I, I think, think Kane, Kane taps. taps. I could Kane taps. Kane taps. Mm-hmm. Kane's tapped before he tapped Angle. Yeah. Did he tap with a mask on? Yeah, he tapped with a mask on to Angle. But that's the only time I can ever remember him tapping out. Well that was years ago. Ever. Nobody remembers that. That's
1: what it's I'm so saying. Cute. So it is a good opportunity and they can do it like you know, with a kendo stick. They can make it like interesting. Like I think uh Darren Bryan taps Kane. Hmm. Okay. Um up next we got uh Big E versus Wade Barrett who won the Intercontinental Title Tournament. One of the greatest uh you know concepts for Raw, uh tournament, duh. It's easy, it's an easy stir line. Duh, it worked out well. You know, maybe i should bring back King of the Ring, you know, that just saying. But um hey, another thing about that, when did they
2: start that uh, when did they start the tournament? The night after Raw, because why? Or the night after WrestleMania, because why? They knew Dan Brown was gonna be gone for a week.
3: Yep.
1: And um, what do you guys make of Barrett winning the tournament? Was this the right move, or would you have preferred to see uh, Sheamus or, or Cesaro um, win this tournament? Uh,
2: I think it's the right move only because uh, the who did you mention? The other two guys,
1: Sheamus and who else? Sheamus, Cesaro. Also, Del Rio was in the tournament, so was Ziggler. Uh,
2: sure. So with RBD, yeah, I think RBD. I think all of, I think all those guys potentially would have made sense. But but the reason why it's good to have Eric go over is because he hasn't had any kind of pop or, or response in years, not since the Nexus. Uh, and this is the first and they've invested a lot of time and money into the guy and now it's starting to pay off. So I think they're trying to, you know, strike while the iron's hot, which makes sense to me. The other guys wouldn't have benefited from it as much as he would.
1: The thing with right Wade Barrett for me is everyone is is calling for him to win the Intercontinental title. I'm like, how'd that work out the last three times they did
2: it? They're not doing anything with Biggie? They don't. Yeah, like they, there's one thing. They, there's one thing. There's a tradition regardless of them. Like, I, age, I hate, I hate
1: the way that Biggie's being wasted.
2: Yeah, but one thing. But at least if, here's the thing: they're being consistent, and regardless of whatever your age, whatever. If you want that, you're If you want the Intercontinental belt, you ain't really they will clearly like forget about the fact that you had that belt like that belt does not matter whatsoever they' are not gonna get rid of it even though that belt should kind of be elevated and only proves like to my theory originally when they consolidated the titles that they're for the belt that into the titles that they're going to split those belts eventually well if they they can put the title on someone like Seamus who I'm not saying I like Sheamus, but I'm saying he's got the star power to actually elevate the title. Hold on, the... hold on. I'm going to say, you don't like Sheamus? Uh uh, I mean, I kind of like Sheamus. Like, you know, he had one of the best matches big show I've ever seen big show in.
1: Like, but Sheamus I... doesn't have bad matches.
2: Yeah, Sheamus has good matches, but he, but he does have bad feuds. But his yes, he does have kind
1: of, bad feuds, yes. i give he you
2: that. Good he's, a, he's a great wrestler, but it does not have, have good feuds. His character kind of sucks. Because he's Irish Cena, except like more. Sophomore. Speaking of yeah. that, reports are
1: Sheamus is set to
2: turn heel. Heal. Yeah, that's what everybody wants. And he was so much better. He was an awesome heel.
1: And he could potentially be an O'Brien opponent as well.
2: Yep. Yeah, you notice strangely he's not good.
1: booked tonight and you know, a screwy finish. Two out of three falls. Like the
2: stream rules, two out of three falls match with Sheamus two years ago is one of his probably is probably my second or third favorite Dan Prime match ever. So yeah, I agree. Yo, know, and his heel run back during WWE twelve when he ran the United Kingdom. Yeah. Awesome.
1: <laughs> In the video game.
0: That was awesome. <laughs> Bro, that was
2: awesome. <laughs> That is the best
1: run in, in a decade, man. Wow. Um I I I hope Sheamus is able to to find his stride again. Um he's he's always been one of my favorite wrestlers since I come back, you know, to start watching. Just because, A, he has a he has a ridiculous look. Um he's a big motherfucker, super athletic. He's like super athletic Bro yeah, super athletico He's the real super athletico, not Rusev. Um I feel like he's like if you put uh, Luke Harper and John Cena together, he's Seamus. Yeah, sounds about right. Yeah, like <laughs> and I don't, I don't know. Exactly. And, 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 and the internet, you know, and the internet has a gall to boo that man now. Like, man, fuck y'all, like.
2: <laughs> I, yeah, I think I should that should personally for them. Johnson made a comment that he likes Luke Harper more, and I was like, yeah, that's because you haven't seen him also for five straight years. Yeah. Over time it's like, yeah, a lot of like all the super kicks and and uh, suicide dives through the second rope will get old.
1: Yeah. It's like the WCW like eventually there's only so many hurricanes you can watch.
2: Yeah. Like and there's only there's only so many times you know to get sooner or later it's gonna reach tip before people get sick and tired of Cesaro uh uh a European uppercutting somebody. You go, All right, enough. Nah, i will never get tired of that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Nah, you know what people are really going to get tired of is Bray Wyatt not being the rest, best wrestler in his own clique.
2: What do you we to learn? You
1: know,
2: what do you do learn Lou Harper carrying these
1: bombs. bums.
2: <laughs> 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 but, but back on, back on Seamus, one thing uh, I don't think a lot of people have paid as much attention to or given him credit for I actually think that one of his best opponents is Wade Barrett. It is yes. because they've rubbed each other a million times overseas. You're, you're like Jericho and, <laughs> and Mysterio. <laughs> I, I've seen a YouTube video of them wrestling in like and it's, like it's, like it looked like a 15 by like a like a 15 by 15 ring in the middle of a of the middle of a high school basketball hall. Man, their, their matches on SmackDown from last year are so freaking stiff. Like it's crazy how how good they are for being on such a small show. Because they've been wrestling each other for about a decade. Yeah, like they've done that. I I will say this, like, they made, like, Wade Barrett has climbed up through what looked like they're about to be a future endeavor career because he was, um, like, the last time he really mattered at any significant level was, like, what happened with, or what was going on with him in Orton. They'll never walk again. Yeah, like, around, like, the TLC 2011 time. So, and then, you know, he broke, his, he broke his elbow. Whatever happened to his arm, like the elbow and all of that. And then, like, there was nothing for him. He came back and people thought it was going to be something. It didn't materialize anything. He got his fight with Miz and put and, uh, Intercontinental belt and dropping it to him at WrestleMania. Yeah. Got to keep the streak going. It's good. going <laughs> to It's good to know that, like, you know, a guy that he—I mean, I'm not, I'm not the biggest fan of him in the world. Actually, I'm not a fan of him, but I really recognize he's a—he's a good in-ring performer, and—and and, you know, half, that's half—that's most of the battle with me. So, if he can—if he finally comes out with something that makes some sense for him, to, you know, aside from actually being in the ring, then more power to him. More power to the, the creator for coming up with something for him. Bro, bro, bro.
1: I gotta put myself over real fast. The—the uh, oh the mm-hmm. genuine. Um, article I dropped last night it already has fifty thousand views if y'all haven't heard it uh heard about it ten genuinely extreme WWE moments from before the PG era. Uh, oh
2: wait you left, you left out the biggest the most extreme one though. What 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 what, what you talking about, James? You know is that what I'm talking about. What are you talking about? I don't know. Really? I mean it happened in I'll give I'll put it to you like this. If I remember correctly it happened in Kansas City. Yes. Oh, my gosh, bro. That's not <laughs> That's not funny. <laughs> it's not funny while you're laughing. That's <laughs> bad. Yeah. Very bad. That was an extreme moment. Wow. Oh, was... 49,000 in a day. It was, it, was, it, was, my God. it was an extremely unfortunate extreme moment. It wasn't
1: scripted. It happened. Very extreme. It'll get more extreme than death. And with that said, that's going to end, end segment two. Uh, we'll be back with the uh, final segment of One Nation radio, uh, the Extreme Rules preview, and where we'll talk about more bullshit. This is One Nation Radio. Of course you over Welcome
0: back
2: to
1: One Nation Radio. And we are listening to Evolution Flying in the sand.
0: Evolution
1: is a mystery. And I don't know the rest of what the hell they're saying. Uh, James, Josh, what the fuck are they saying on this song?
2: Man, gonna change, but no one sees. That takes a look at history. Look, man, no one knows what Lemmy is saying. No one.
1: Um, it's a day too long ago. And if... What um, I know if they perform that live, is there any chance in hell that he remembers what he says?
2: No. <laughs> <laughs> and we have to prove that he always boxes what he says. Ask Triple H at WrestleMania every time he brought Motorhead out there.
1: Trying to figure
2: That's out a- who I am. Sounds the same. But the thing is this. They're anthrax. It's anthrax and it's Motorhead. Like, Motorhead's like more... You would expect them to actually know their lyrics more as opposed yeah. to anthrax and the pit, you know? All
1: right. So yeah. Um. So, um. Extreme Rules has you know a pretty good history, um. As far as uh, putting on you know quality entertainment, good pay per view, you know, it's right after WrestleMania, so it has the advantage of you know a little bit of carryover. This year, not so much. Um, but Extreme Rules
2: has a history. Yeah.
1: Fully changes no one sees. Um you know for for me the uh you know i just want to talk about our memories of of extreme rules of years past um a couple of years ago when um lesnar comes out basically attacks cena and we get you know the bill for 2012 extreme rules we get um lesnar versus cena and one of the most ridiculous matches of all time i uh, actually watched it yesterday and um it's absolutely like, like lesnar was such a fucking monster like, when he first came back, like, it it was almost like he was going off script. Yeah. Yeah, it was,
2: especially when he jumped over. Yeah.
1: Like, um...
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I place that on my list as the match of the year. A lot of people disagree because they have a problem with, you know, how can a match be of the year when the guy who won only basically got one offensive move in the entire match. But it wasn't <laughs> It really wasn't bad for me. It literally was the realism to it. it. It's probably aside. It's it's probably for me, aside from the uh, the I Quit match between Rock and uh, Mankind, one of the most shocking moments I've ever seen as far as a, a match overall. Because he just beat the crap out of John Cena, and I actually ended up feeling bad for John that night. Like. It's pretty hard to watch. You felt so bad for me. You just refer to me as Sean as opposed to Cena. Yeah. Like you just, You just personalized him. damn, John. You just, you just pull, you just pull him to Jim Ross like Jim Ross guys like you have, like a long career, and also he'll call like he'll call Triple H Hunter or he'll call Sean Michael like, Sean, like that. Yeah. I thought Michaels. I felt bad for Jonathan.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um. That same night, um, you know, CM Punk and Jericho went off in a Chicago Street fight. And an awesome street fight where Jericho like hit Punk with like every single move and Punk still, you know, he super punked him pretty much. And then the match we were talking about earlier, the two out of three falls match with Dan Bryan. Um and then, you know, Rainier and Kane had a solid match that night. And Cody Rhodes beat Big Show in a table match, which we would have never seen that coming. Like I think overall top to bottom, like twenty twelve extreme rules was a was a phenomenal event. Um what do you guys remember about twenty twelve extreme rules?
2: Um, I mean, it was just it was great. I, I mean, for for me, because as I said, I talked to y'all about it. Like I wasn't really I wasn't into the Daniel Bryan, but well, I was before the whole. I knew he was an indie star and all that, but it was just I had seen for me as because I was just you know following here and there at that time before I really got into it again. And at seasons, the, the one thing that caught my eye about Daniel I'm like okay. Alright, I can see that people like love him so much was SummerSlam 11 against Wade Barrett. Um, it was a little short match, but it was it was good, very good. Uh and then this match was for me is what put me on my okay, this dude is everything I get everything everyone's ever said about him, and that was against like, Sheamus. Like, like that match is just was fantastic. Um and, and it, I really think that he really needed that to boost start him, especially after what had happened at uh, WrestleMania in the eyes of, uh, I guess uh, I would say the, the powers that be. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you already, you know, that decision kickstarted all this, and then that, to just to take it from there and just have a and have a great match and just so set this whole thing in, in line. So you're asking what the shape, what the two out of three falls ma- match meant to us
1: like yeah like the yeah. 2012 like uh one like is that a memorable
2: memorable in your uh event in your opinion? Josh? I mean I mean there's something I think James did a great job covering the importance and significance of that match obviously um overall you know he's pretty much on point with that uh but just as an overall feeling that actual pay-per-view just in general is probably one of the top 10 greatest pay-per-views WWE ever produced, top to bottom, that's, I would say. Yeah, so.
1: I'd, I'd be inclined to agree, you know, just like, without yeah. doing any research, like, just off those three matches.
2: Yeah. Yeah, like, that was the wrestle, like, that card and what they put on, like, that's better than a lot of WrestleManias. Yeah, and, and Randy Orton and Kane actually had a pretty good... Uh, uh, that was like, yeah. a really good match against you. They, had a, they had a good false count uh, anywhere match that was kind of underrated. And then, again, they buried Ryder in the middle of that match again. Oh, yeah, they did. <laughs> they got King Young, they were going out of nowhere. That's one of the most satisfying pay-per-views I ever saw. The only thing I wish they would have done is actually given John Cena some time off, like they were trying to make it seem like they were going to do. Yeah. It was funny because after, after he won that match, I thought I'm going away and it's funny because he almost had like a talk with the crowd okay. the way that Rocky had with the Russian crowd and Rocky IV. Yeah, like was like earning like I'll like, <laughs> That's out, what like, we need to talk school, about. I'll like, you right this night and that Saturday, I'm gonna be going away for a little bit, uh probably and then like the next like I think the next day, like I'm back
1: <laughs> Yeah, um so um Heading into, uh, I think there was like 2011, I'm trying to pull up that card, give me one second. But yeah, man, uh, Rocky, like, um, James, so, yeah. um, you have to tell the world about this theory that you have, we're going off topic right now,
2: but, no, 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 no. this is what we're going to do, we're going to have a Rocky podcast, and then I'll discuss it there. Okay, that's fair. Um, it'll it'll be, it'll be a short thing. It'll be like forty five minutes or whatever. Forty five yeah. minutes. Y'all podcast.
1: y'all don't want to miss this. Like this this Rocky podcast. Any fans of Rock the movie Rocky, the Rocky series, Paul Creed, Ivan Drago. Make sure you tune in. Um, we'll try to get that one to you guys as, as soon as possible. But um, yeah, <laughs> in, like. In
2: the- it was just interesting that you know out of nowhere I, I mentioned Rocky out of nowhere to to Josh today. And I forgot the reason why, and then all of a sudden he lights up and was like like, "I love Rocky." And then it was, and my first thought was, "Well, how the hell have me, me, you, and Rich have not talked about Rocky one time yet until now?" So mm-hmm. I immediately call you, and then you know, that's, and that's how it goes. We talk for a few minutes, and you know, me, me, and Rich, me and Rich talk about a bunch of things, but mainly like it's, it's pretty much. Sports, mostly basketball when it comes to sports. Wrestling. we talk about music, of course. And then after that, it's it like our love of Rocky. Like, yeah, <laughs>
1: exactly that's like the fourth thing, top, thing that we talk about. It's somewhere
2: about. in the top 15. It's somewhere in the top 16. So, I, uh, so we're going to have fun with this. We finally got another person, uh, six, like a third person. that's kind of like it. you know, a conversation about uh, a topic that we've talked about a lot. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um. Also, like, this guy, I, kind of, I kind of want to add TV in if, if we can get into it with uh, Orange's New Black Season 2 dropping. Like, we can uh, talk about that a little bit. And, um, but. What date did we drop? Sometime in June. I want to say June 1st, I'm hoping.
2: I'll have to look it up. Union Kane.
1: Union Kane. Pa- paper Champion.
2: Tommy Gunn beat Union Kane. Hey, For
1: man. It. Paper Union Champion. Paper Champion. Hey, was Tommy Gunn the last white world heavyweight champion?
2: No, nah, Vladimir Klitschko.
1: American white.
2: In in real life? That was real life. Rocky yeah. was real, man. Like Tom? You mean like Tommy Morrison or Tommy the Machine? No, Tommy life. Gunn, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, sure. Why
1: not? <laughs> you know, it was in an alternate universe. You know, all the all the boxing federation somewhere. Like Rocky was a boxing federation, you know they got the IBF, the WBO, the WBA. Why? Why don't Rocky shit count? It, it's not any you know less legit than those ones.
2: Um, the fact that it's a motion picture. <laughs> Just God, go with I it. A cha- I got a championship Rocky belt at home. Look, that man, I didn't bring out everybody the is
1: night. a champion in boxing. Everybody. Okay. Every belt is every match is a unification match. But um, last year at Extreme Rules, we saw the Shield uh, win the tag team championships. Uh, Cena and Ryback, you know, of course, they have their no contest. Pretty good last man standing match. Um, Lesnar and Triple H have that, you know, have another Steelers cage match. Del Rio beats Jack Swagger in an I quit match. Sheamus and Mark Henry kind of underwhelmed us with a strap match, which we both thought that, um, like James and I both thought that, that match is going to be, you know, something to watch for. But, uh, and Dean Ambrose won the United States title that night. <laughs> <laughs>
2: He's been a champion for a year now, really? Yes. Oh, my God. No, he just defended his title, fighting champion, bro. Yes. Fighting champion, fighting champion. yeah. Everybody's defended that those much out Yeah.
1: yeah. And one
2: thing that I find funny is even it was so ridiculous how how that was going that even while the shields were heels, JBS mentioned how the how that man didn't defend the belt, which is like a yeah. heel crime.
1: Yeah. Look, well, you have you have more fingers on your right on your right hand than Dean Ambrose has title defenses. Wow. <laughs> like when does Dean Ambrose come off the United States title?
2: Yeah, I think he. I think that the victory he got on SmackDown was the first clean victory he's had the entire year for the title. <laughs> so I'm a little distracted here. Right now, we're watching uh, the WrestleMania 22 match between uh, Shawn Michaels and Vince McMahon, and even though Vince can't wrestle to save his ass, like to save his life. This match is still so compelling because it's all, hey this, all this, like, comedy stuff.
1: Vince Man be still on the show, bro. I don't know what she's talking about.
2: Vince Man had look, every
1: WrestleMania match, Vince Man been in his Raw, except the one with Bret Hart. That man fought Hogan out. at WrestleMania. That man fought
2: Shane. He fought Shawn Michaels. This match won Match of the Year back from PWI that year. Get the fuck um, out of I'm, here. It did it. Go look it up. PWI, yeah.
1: Match of the Year. Sean Miles versus Vincent Man. That that was better than Undertaker versus He's Kurt called, Angle. It, it, dude, it's that was better than John be Cena versus here. Triple H. That was better
2: than Edge this versus Mick was, Foley. Really? This match in 2002 wasn't better than that Orton Angle uh, Rey Mysterio match. Yeah, that's, that's the same mean, shit. I'm not, saying, I'm not saying it was. I'm just saying that that's what it is. Granted, it was a great match because, like, well, here's the thing: the Fargo solo so long involved, so you're like, all right, this match is like right. the same thing with like. Big Show or, like, Mark Henry have a great, great match. You're kind of like, well, when them two had that great match uh, involved, uh, I forgot what paper it was, where they basically broke the ring down on the Lesnar uh, spine. So you see, you're still like, I can't believe these two guys, that are this old and this big, can still actually have a good match. So, like, your expectation down, so you're trying to surprise. That's how it works. Yeah. So are we going to go back to Extreme Rules? Yeah, <laughs> we digress all the time. Yeah, what you got in mind? Exactly. You want to review that? We're But what else you want to talk about that's compelling? Well, you said you for us to tell you our favorite moments. All right, go ahead. All right, my favorite moment from Extreme Rules uh, that we haven't covered was the first Extreme Rules. The main event was the TLC match between Edge and Jeff Hardy. Yes. There's a block. There's a block to that. It was a great match. Uh Hardy ends up winning the the match and regaining the title and right then and there Sam punk cashes in on him as a face, yes, and it's awesome,
1: which is the first and time it, a face cashed in on a face
2: yeah and and uh and the crowd is not happy about it either. They're pretty pissed. no, it'd be like that's awesome. and that not and and that's when we get Sam Punk's first heel turn in w w e
1: yeah, which leads to that whole SummerSlam thing. Yeah, oh,
2: that's what it leads to. Yeah. yeah, all right, I'm
1: down with it. And plus, you know me, I don't like Jeff Hardy no way. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, um, Jeff Hardy and Edge. Uh, oh, I'm glad you mentioned that. Uh, those two have a have a you know ridiculous history with each other. WrestleMania 23, that uh that ridiculous leg drop. WrestleMania 17, yeah. that ridiculous spear. Then you know all those tag team matches. <laughs>
2: like, oh, what are you, what about, hey, real quick,
1: the, the the they don't give a fuck about themselves. All stars, who are who uh-huh. are who are the member? Who is the starting five of the? They don't care about themselves. All stars. Oh,
2: uh, gotta Mick be Foley.
1: Mick Foley, Edge, Sabu, Jeff Hardy, or who else? Jeff Funk? Yeah.
2: That's it. Yeah, Terry Tunk really doesn't care about himself. Let's see. There's gotta be somebody else in ECW for getting. Yeah. New New Jack?
1: Jack.
2: (laughs) New Jack ain't no fucks. Not only does he not care about himself, he cares about nobody. Yeah. Shout out to New Jack. Shout out to New Jack. I ain't ain't
1: saying nothing bad about New Jack. New Jack is friends with me on Facebook. He might find this.
2: Alright. What is that going to do that he said he tried to kill? Uh, doing that doing that scaffolding jump off thing off to, to the tables. Oh I
1: don't know, bro. Musafa? That was big crimes.
2: Yeah, you know, he's like I, 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 threw him over I tried to kill him. Like, I just, I tried to land on I tried to land on him. I tried to op he land on his damn neck. I'm like bro, he uh no game.
1: Look.
2: He can he cared for not.
1: He cared for not Cared for not. Yo, in case y'all didn't know, um, Paul Hesman's client. Paul, or excuse me, Paul him client Brock Lesnar broke the street. No,
2: oh my God. back on the end? I heard you he controlling people with like, yes. that. Is, it is really I mean, he's, like that. really bad. but he, but he's compelling every week. Like he's doing some of the best promo work he's done in years right now. No, that's saying something because that's the, that's that's the highest bar there is. I mean, that's what everyone's been saying don't you agree, Rich? Um,
1: he's been I think it just goes on as and is you know, it's the it's a continuation of excellence rather than he's doing anything to differentiate himself from that excellence.
2: Like Well I mean and even even though it's not going on right now, but before the WrestleMania match when they were in Chicago that Marky yes. uh uh yeah, CM Punk, CM Punk. Yeah, sorry, that was amazing.
1: Yes. Um I think eventually it's gonna to lead to Cesaro eventually getting sick of that shit and saying, "Hold on, mm-hmm. bro." And you know, we eventually get, hopefully, Cesaro versus uh, Lesnar. You know, uh, you know, as a wrestling, you know, we will mark out altogether if that happens. But
2: yo, do you think he could throw? Do you think he could throw Lesnar up in the air and freaking uppercut him?
1: Look, he could throw Yokozuna in the air and uppercut him. You know how strong Cesaro is.
2: Well, remember how they had the memes of, of, like, ridiculous, hilarious matches that they took place and it be funny? Or it was like, you know, Nikki Bell versus John Cena as Nikki wins and she gets pregnant?
1: Yeah.
2: Alright, they should have had... Uh, what I was thinking about the other day, for the memes, they should have had Mark Henry versus Antonio Zorro. World's Strongest Man versus World's Strongest Man. Like, <laughs> Wow. would <laughs> I don't know, man. They just... uh We'll
1: see. But um,
2: so how about the WLC match? So,
1: God. <clears throat> the main event of the evening, uh, the match we're all we're all uh, lined up to see. I don't know why it's on a pre-show, uh, but you know, I was telling James this story earlier. I was uh, clowning on Twitter a couple weeks ago. I think I was watching a match on SmackDown. Uh, it was El Torito and Hornswoggle, and I was you know doing hashtag Step Ladder to be funny. Step Ladder match. And what do you know? <laughs> the WLC comes about. I'm not look. I I'm just finding that interesting. You know.
2: Yeah. What if so? Uh, there's a rumor going on right now that they're actually that they they well they've already uh they've already confirmed it. They've got uh, a veteran wrestler named uh, Short Sleeve Samson. He was on that show, Micro Championship Wrestling, that oh aired a gosh. couple years ago. And uh, and he's actually worked with the WWE before. He portrayed Kurt Angle, uh, a mini version of putting Kurt Angle, uh, Kurt Angle a while back, and then he also portrayed a mini version of uh, Undertaker. He's gonna. They weren't confirmed tonight that he's going to be the special guest referee for this WLC match. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And there's also reports claiming that they've uh, contacted a multitude of of uh, little people. That are professional wrestlers, so I'm wondering, like, you know, where they're gonna go with that, or what that they're gonna do with that, you
1: know? It's amazing. WWE, be a star. Yeah.
2: I mean, maybe they'll bring, like, you know, they bring back guys that you know everyone remembers. Bring back the Haiti kid. Maybe they'll bring back the Raven. Wow. In the new in the new flock. (laughs)
1: Look, why don't they bring back the Haiti kid? So Roddy Piper can cut his hair again. Oh, wow. Goddamn Roddy Piper. Hey, hey, have y'all watched any of Legends House Yeah. No.
2: When, look,
1: planning, when you do, 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 let me know.
2: Gonna, uh, is it good or something? Like, why would we watch that? He's basically saying there's something, since we were just talking about something involving Piper, so it, involving, it has to do with something involving racism. Incorrect.
1: Like, it's, it's just interesting to see all the old guys out there together, like, having to do all these oh, activities okay. and clowning, like, and Hacksaw and, and Tony Atlas are almost going to fight every every episode, it seems like. Uh-oh.
2: Yo, I heard Tony Atlas was a giant douchebag. I've heard of I've heard he's, like, the nicest guy ever. i heard that yeah. he was a douche. Rocky Johnson was awesome.
1: i heard he Rocky a, Johnson was out Al- with Alki. And then he recovered.
2: Whatever. I side. I side with Rocky. Why? Because, because the family. Because of the family. <laughs> yeah. Because there's one thing internet for, uh, that people love is the you know the Dwayne Johnson family.
1: Yeah. Look, The Rock can never went on the internet,
2: ever. You know, you're supposed to You should be wrestling. I'm so sick like, of you know, All you going to do is make a stupid movie. People go and they go see the movie they he did. so stupid. Right? <laughs> like, we ain't done with that Fast and the Furious shit. What? Yeah. <laughs> he did go back and wrestle. And then he wrestled. Why are you out here wrestling? You're a movie star. You're you know, You're only coming out here wrestling a couple times a year. <sighs> so annoying.
1: Yeah, so. Yeah, um,
2: we we, we want to create
1: a new culture amongst fans on the internet. Um, you know, there are always going to be those you know retarded people or whatever, and we welcome you guys to listen to because maybe one day you'll change. But
2: there's one thing that I, there's one thing that I've learned, right? It's, and that, and that's why I say it all the time that it's fake sports, is that people are like, hey man, like you're taking this too seriously. It's a fake sport. Um, it's just wrestling. It's, it's wrestling. It's wrestling. Mm-hmm. That, that's, that's what to say. It's wrestling. And all that ridiculousness that they had the child you were watching, and now your friends stop watching because it was so ridiculous. Except you still watch it. So just accept the fact that it is ridiculous and be okay with that, and not take stuff so seriously. As long as it entertains you, that's all that matters. And, right. and I've kind of, embraced, I've kind of embraced the fact that there might not be any such thing as the IWC. IWC might just be the wrestling community period. Oh, so at this point it's pretty much useful for yeah. adults, yeah. Um, I mean it's so it's such a niche it's such I mean there's it's such a niche nerd thing that like it's the same thing as like comic books. There's no it's like there's no like really type of half weighing it. It's like either like you're in or you're not. And to be in it's not that hard to pick to buy in. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. that. So that, that's just how it is. It's not like it's something super comprehensive. It's something you can just pick up. <coughs> and, and if you're like,
1: a fan of it, like you can't understand how other people like, like can't. Like they would be like, hold on, what do you mean well, you hate it? Like I don't. I don't, don't know
2: about that because I understand why a grown person wouldn't watch this foolishness, but I I just love it because I mean that's just me. I mean I can understand. I can understand. I mean, but. Like you've heard me before when I tell
1: people I watch wrestling, I, I almost apologize for watching foolishness.
2: Like, <laughs> I, like, I, I, I give like, no boss. Pro- like I go out in public in wrestling t-shirts. Oh, I went too. Like I I'm that say, guy. Like, I'm not. In, I, I'm not ashamed of watching wrestling. Like I'm the first person when I watch wrestling, but I'm also the first person to say, they, they also say I realize how ridiculous it is. is. Yes. But to me, I just, I just don't differentiate like the ridiculousness of. Um,
1: wrestling and anything you else, know, whatever
2: big word happens on, on like whatever TV shows someone watches with, like laughing and wrestling. Just is this something that's on and I can turn my brain off and I can just enjoy? Right. It's just something that's like, it's, it's not like it's not like watching True Detective or watching The Wire or watching Breaking Bad, where I have to fall pay attention to nuance and like turn my brain on and fully understand. it. Is just something that's just stupid and not to enjoy? It's almost like listening like the teen pop. Mm. Like I don't, I don't have to, I don't have to like contextualize Katy Perry with uh, Whitney Houston. I just know that like, it is just some something less fun. That's
1: all. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. And we got plenty of fun on deck tonight. Um, Extreme Rules. Let's hope it's a a good pay per view. I'm kind of you know I'm wondering you know about half of the, the other half of the card, but um. That's pretty much going to do it for One Nation Radio. You guys got anything else to add?
2: Not really. i don't know. Nope.
1: nope. All righty. Make sure you guys um, check out all the articles. Um, keep following us and hitting us up on Twitter. Um, we'd love to hear back from you guys. Um, make sure you keep spreading the word about One Nation Radio. And we're we'll looking to be doing some bigger and better things this summer. Um, this is Rich. Uh, I'm out. Later.